Welcome to Walker of Worlds podcast. My name's Rachel and this is the podcast where we step behind the veil to take a look at little known and long forgotten urban legends and spooky stories. This is also the podcast where it's Halloween every day of the week. Today we're going to Cornwall. Cornwall is in the south of England and is a beautiful place with dramatic rugged landscape, beaches hidden in coves and some of the best surfing this side of the Atlantic, the area is one of the many jewels that the United Kingdom has to offer. Nicknamed the Cornish Riviera, you'll even find vineyards and palm trees in the southwesternmost tip of the country. Cornwall has a lot to offer and millions of people flock to the area every year to spend time relaxing by the sea and wandering through the many pretty towns and villages. The area does have its problems, especially with housing. Many houses have been bought as holiday homes or to rent out to those looking to vacation in the area, leaving a shortage for those who already live and work in Cornwall. Cornwall also relies heavily on tourism, which was especially hard hit during the pandemic. As you'd expect, anywhere as windswept and as photogenic as Cornwall has many stories to tell. The area is a favourite of authors, filmmakers and photographers, and many of the UK's most beloved TV shows are set in the county. If you're looking for something to relax your brain after listening to this, then maybe watch a couple of episodes of Doc Martin, a comedy drama set in the Cornish town of Port Isaac. So, without further ado, let's dive into the little Cornish tale of the Beast of Bodmin Moor. Because of my accent, I may occasionally drop the D in Bodmin, and for that I apologise. I have one of the many Midlands-based accents, and this one has a tendency to drop H's, T's and D's. So yeah, I do apologise if I occasionally mispronounce it. Bodmin Moor is a granite moorland in northeastern Cornwall. It is 208 square kilometres in size, which is approximately 80 square miles. It includes Brown Willy, the highest point in Cornwall, and Rough Tor, a slightly lower peak. Many of Cornwall's rivers have their sources here. It has been inhabited since at least the Neolithic era, when primitive farmers started clearing trees and farming the land. They left their megalithic monuments, hut circles and cairns, and the Bronze Age culture that followed left further cairns and more stone circles and stone rows. By medieval and modern times, nearly all the forest was gone and livestock rearing predominated the land. The name Bodmin Moor is relatively recent. An early mention is the Royal Cornwall Gazette of the 28th of November 1812. The upland area was formerly known as Fowie Moor after the River Fowie which rises within it. Like the rest of Cornwall, Bodmin Moor is as rugged and as spectacular as the rest of the county. A number of natural and man-made stone formations dot this sometimes unforgiving landscape. Granite tours and stone circles add to the mystery and wilderness, giving visitors an idea of those who lived here before them. Despite having a main road running through it, the moor still retains a remoteness that is lacking in more urban areas. Bodmin Moor is the kind of beauty that draws people in and keeps them returning in order to experience that sense of being cut off from the modern world that we live in, a world that demands our attention 24-7. But what of the beast? In 1978, reports began to come in of a phantom black cat about the size of a puma roaming the moor. Farmers reported deaths and mutilations of their livestock, while locals and walkers alike gave details of this mysterious black cat that was seen to be roaming the moor. Some people have reported being chased by the powerful and scary cat-like creature. Others have spotted it in the distance, not quite believing their eyes. Grainy photographs and video footage exist, but not enough to prove that it is real. 
These sightings really took hold in the early 1980s and went on through to the 1990s. In 1995, government ordered an official investigation into the existence of the beast, which concluded that there was no verifiable evidence of a big cat on Bodmin Moor. It is worth noting that it was careful to state that there was no evidence against it either. On July 24th, less than a week after the government report on the Beast of Bodmin was released, 14-year-old Barney Layan Jones spotted an oddly shaped rock bobbing in the River Fowey. Along with his brothers, he was walking on the edge of the moor and decided to investigate further. The object wasn't a rock, but a largish cat, cat skull measuring about 4 inches wide and 7 inches long. The skull's lower jaw was missing, but the skull was otherwise intact. The upper jaw had two sharp, prominent teeth, which suggested that the skull belonged to a leopard. Because of the proximity to the government report, the discovery of the skull hit the national press. The skull was sent to London's British Museum of Natural History to be analysed. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, the skull appeared to have come from an ornamental rug. The museum's assistant keeper of zoology was able to determine that the animal was indeed a leopard and hadn't died in the UK. He was also able to show that the cut on the skull's neck was one commonly used for attaching them to a rug. Hidden inside the skull were eggs laid by a tropical cockroach that was not native to the UK. Everything indicated that the rug had been imported and, at some point, discarded. Because the skull was lightweight, it probably fell into the river at some point during disposal, where it eventually ended up in Barney's hands. So where had this rumoured phantom black cat come from? In 1976, the Dangerous Wild Animals Act came into force. This act makes it illegal to own any exotic animal, including tigers, lions, leopards, pumas and panthers, without first obtaining a license. It's believed that rather than get a license, big cat owners took to dumping the animals in remote places, including Bodmin Moor. So there may have been sightings in the late 1970s. But they should have died down because experts have said that the UK's climate, along with the lack of suitable food sources, would have meant that the creatures would have perished within 12 to 18 months. Breeding among them would have been nigh on impossible. Another claim was made in 2016 by Dartmoor Zoo about a pack pack of pumas released in the 1980s, which would explain the existence of big cats on the moor for the last 30 years. But again, scientists have said that survival and breeding of the pumas would have been impossible. So why did these sightings continue, despite the big cats being unable to sustain their existence in the UK's often unsuitable and harsh climate? No one is entirely sure, unless illegal animals are continuing to be dumped in the area. And it would be a lie to say that sightings had tapered off in the 1990s. Sightings of big cats in and around Bodmin continue to this day. A Freedom of Information request saw the local police release sightings between 2011 and 2019. In August 2011, in Padstow and St Marion, about 20 miles from Bodmin Moor, a report came in that a calf had been attacked by a cat. The caller specified that the cat wasn't a small domestic cat, but rather a large animal. In August 2012, a large cat described as being bigger than a border collie dog was spotted in wooded area in Oakhampton. In Axminster in January 2013, a caller reported that two sheep had been killed by a large black cat that had been seen roaming the area. The caller was advised to contact the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs in relation to the black cat. 
Local residents had also seen the large animal in the days prior to the attack. In May 2016 in Tavistock, a large black panther was seen on the main road. The caller waited and continued to give police information, stating that the panther-like creature had run off into a field. The panther was seen again a few weeks later. This time it was seen in the main road of Lifton, approximately 8 miles from Tavistock. In February 2018, a black puma-like cat was seen catching and eating a rabbit in St Stephen. In 2021, a visitor to Butte contacted the Cornish and Devon Post after he came across some large paw prints and the dismembered limb of a sheep in the woods near Widmouth Bay. The report, printed in July 2021, reads as follows. Tom Jack Percy, 41, said that he made the creepy discovery a few weeks ago when he was exploring the woodland paths near the Widmouth Bay Caravan Park and was on a steep path in the valley where the Poundstuck Holy Well of St Neot is located. The stone well house and enclosure was built in 1914 and today is a picturesque spot for walkers to visit. Even if there are doubts now about whether it ever was a really historic holy well and whether it ought really be dedicated to St Winwillow as the neighbouring church is now. There is a stream in the valley path which was muddy at the time Jack was there as there had recently been heavy rain. As he was negotiating the slippery path, he was stunned when he came across the very large paw prints left in the mud. He wondered whatever kind of animal could have made them and took photographs comparing the size of the paw prints with the size of his own hand and foot. Then some yards further on, he was shocked and rather chilled to come across the dismembered leg of a sheep, part of it being bare bone and the rest up from the foot still partially covered with fleece. He couldn't help wondering if whatever animal left the paw prints could also have been responsible for leaving the remains of the sheep. Before his visit to Devon and Cornwall, Jack had read about alleged sightings at various locations in the West Country of big cats such as the famous beast of Bodmin. Now that he has had the photographs he took of the paw prints developed and printed, he can't help wondering if it is evidence of the presence of such a creature in the North Cornwall countryside. Another possibility that occurred to him is that the prince could be from a very large dog, but if so, could it have been let off the lead and also have been responsible for the leaving the remains of the sheep? So what are these big cats? Previous theories may be correct in that they were illegally released animals, but those would have long since died and the possibility of them continuing to breed to this day would be very much impossible. In July 2016, a male lynx spent three weeks on the run after chewing through his enclosure and escaping the zoo in Dartmoor. During that time, there were numerous reports of him. He was captured three weeks later, just a quarter of a mile from the zoo. Another theory is that there is the possibility that the animal is a species of wild cat, thought extinct in Britain many years ago, which is still surviving on the moors of Cornwall to this day. Others blame the paranormal believing the beast to be a mythical and ghostly apparition of a creature that roamed Cornwall some time in the past. Whatever the beast of Bodmin is, it keeps the police, locals and tourists on their toes. If you ever visit Cornwall, you may just see one of the many incarnations of the beast of Bodmin Moor. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. You can find the podcast on both Facebook and Instagram at Walker of Worlds Podcast. Please do come along and join the discussion. And if there's anything that you'd like us to dive into and take a look at, please do get in touch. 
In the meantime, if you'd like something interesting and unusual to read, please check out my website at www.roswellpublishing.co.uk. Until next time, stay spooky. Thank you.